Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to go about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, for some people, the effects could be mild. Uh, for others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected, and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, you know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that going to look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things going to be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world thank you so much for joining us i want to thank you guys for joining us today i am really excited about my next guest um jay McHugh. really um enjoyed speaking with him we met on facebook and we actually are connected through uh, a company that we're both affiliates for, which is Send Out Cards. And my impression of him that I could summarize to say is that he is natural, he's very creative, positive, and has such great energy. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, the opportunity that I had to Zoom call with him because I haven't met him in person. Um, but just his insight and just wisdom uh, based on his experience with his a career and uh, how he interacts with people. I was just really excited to have him on today. I think this is very important as we move forward that we have some practical tips that we could follow in order to navigate through this pandemic and what lies ahead after uh, things kind of get to some kind of new normal. So at this time, I want to give Jay the opportunity to introduce himself and tell us a little bit about him. 
Thanks, Lachelle. I really appreciate it. That was very kind of you. Yes, my name is Jay McHugh. I'm out of the, the Boston, Massachusetts area. I've been a realtor for 30 years, a, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, a husband for seven years, a father for uh, 10 years, send out card executive, and, and I just love helping people. And the reason why mm-hmm. growing up, I uh, was helped by my mom and dad. They coached me in soccer and, and nurtured me to just be kind and, and pay it forward. And uh, mm-hmm. we're living in an opportunity where we all can uh, share. There's one race, it's called the human race. There's one color, it's called the color of green. And although some people may think money is bad, money is great because you can make donations, you can get on an airplane and fly across the country to to be with someone who might be at a wedding or funeral, uh, a wake. And that's the that's the important thing is um, it's just becoming knowledgeable about what we have. People say you live once. Mm-hmm. I like to tell people you only die once. So go out and mm-hmm. live your life to the fullest and don't be afraid. Cross into new barriers. Don't dip your toe into the water. Jump into the water. You know, it's just a different mindset, different affirmation. So I'm blessed to be on this call. I hope I give some nuggets to your audience and, um, Regular Joe, regular Jay McHugh from Boston, Massachusetts. Awesome. Well, you know, I really enjoyed that intro because you so many nuggets just in that itself. And it's the main thing right now a lot of people are struggling with is their mindset. You know, they're watching the news or maybe just even in their own home, you know, their lives have been turned upside down, so to speak, in terms of um, – working from home, they've got their kids at home, so they're trying to juggle two separate uh, extensions of who they are on top of this uncertainty. So when it comes to mindset, what would be some advice you would give somebody who is at that point of wondering what to do next? That's an excellent question, and well, there's there's something called, uh, I think it's a, it's a public building, and uh, every major city Every town has one. It's called the library, right? Mm-hmm. And those physical locations have uh, unbelievable, infinite amount of material. And before this pandemic, people would not go to the library. And mm-hmm. now we have something online, which is called an online library. And the the point I'm trying to make is that garbage in, garbage out, um, Good information in, good information out. So, you know, your thoughts uh, dictate your actions. And if if you could just stop, write down five great habits that you're going to work on today and focus on those five habits, rinse and repeat, and do those same things tomorrow, you'll start to build up such an immune system that you won't have time for the negative news. You won't have time for the negative gossip. You won't have time Mm -hmm. to fall into that prey of the naysayers, the doom and gloomers, et cetera, et cetera. See, the mind has an infinite amount of capacity, but what you put into the mind is what it spits back out. And you made a good point. I mean, the news is important, but is the news important to watch it 24-7 for the same updates that are controversial, negative, et cetera? Why not stop and read the book, The Power of Human Connection? And after reading the book, why wouldn't you want to then send that book out to your 
favorite mother, father, brother, sister, etc., and say, I just want to gift you this, this nugget that I came across that I think could help you during this pandemic time. You know, that's real positive. You know, that's real good stuff that people can be doing to fight the negativity. In fact, I mean, if you flip it around, this pandemic is really a lesson for the world to understand that we need to hug more, we need to compliment more, we need to appreciate more, and maybe we need to spend more time with family and friends because if they're gone, they're gone forever, right? And right. and this is an opportunity. Yes, I know we're stepping on each other. Yes, I know some of it can be a little challenging because you just want to get out there and exercise. And But this is a time to reflect. You know, people... People haven't read a book in 10 years or five years. Well, if you don't like to read, go listen to a book called Audible, right? Podcast, right? And and fill that brain with such great content that you'll now have the habits to create a better life for yourself. But as important or, or more important, you'll become the giver and you'll be able to give someone what I call the answers to the test. And who doesn't want the answers to the test? And if you could be that person that can direct them with recommendations of, of books or habits, they'll definitely appreciate it. They'll be indebted to you and you'll make yourself a better person and you'll make them a better person. And what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is so true. So, I mean, that is just phenomenal. The whole thing. I love in the beginning how you're saying taking these five things that you want to work on. And to me, it just creates the image that that person is moving. They're not standing still. You know, they don't have time to sit down, listen to the news, or get into some of this negative mindset because they're taking action. But for somebody who is at that space, they feel like they're ready to take action. But one of the excuses that I hear a lot of people say is, I don't have the resources or you know, yeah, I can read a book, but I don't have this. I don't have that. What do you say to somebody to get past that? These are excellent questions because my good friend Grant Cardone has the answers to these, and I'll just rehearse them as best I can back to you, is that when when people say they don't have the resources, right, that's a quick objection mm-hmm. or a complaint mm-hmm. or it's a mm-hmm. stall. The fact is, mm-hmm. is that if they wanted it bad enough, they would do it. And some great examples over the years that I've heard that, you know, if your son or daughter was in a burning building and you're afraid of heights, would you forget about the afraid of heights and run up there and get them and save them? Of course you would, right? And and that's because it would be important to you. So what happens is when someone says, I don't have the resources, it usually is a stall, a complaint, a pushback because what Grant would say is that they're uncertain of the outcome. Once you're certain of the outcome, then you'll find a way to create the resources. As an example, when I have my 536 plus agents, and sometimes it's like herding cat because we have the same kind of pushback. My wife and I own a big mm-hmm. real estate firm and they'll say the same thing. We don't have the resources. I said, well, let's check why you don't have the resources. And when I, ask them why they don't have the resources. They tell me they have this, 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 and this. And we can all agree that we have maybe a cable bill that we don't watch a particular station. We'll get rid of it. 
we have a uh, a gym membership that we don't go to. We'll get rid of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Have a uh, mm-hmm. sock uh, subscription that really is unnecessary, but we haven't canceled it. We'll get rid of it. Well, I just got rid of three hundred dollars worth of subscriptions that you're not using. I just found your resources. Let's get your credit card out and let's get signed up with And Then they come with another excuse. Well, it's not the right time. Not a problem. I got an answer for that. It's never the right time to get married. It's never the right time to go to college. It's never the right time to select this job opportunity. There's never a perfect right time, just as there's never a perfect day, a perfect stock pick, a perfect marriage. Therefore, Mm-hmm. It's all these ingredients that are planted in their head that there's still either uncertainty, lack of self-esteem, or they're really potentially afraid of the success that they might have. And it's all doomed and gloomed because of all the negativity that they've been attracting to themselves. It's very easy to sit on the couch. It takes more energy to get mm-hmm. off the couch. But when you create the habit of getting out. I, I never used an alarm. You know, I can't believe when people say mm-hmm. I, I sleep till 11 o'clock on Saturday, at nine o'clock on Saturday, four o'clock in the afternoon, I took a nap. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, I, I wake up without an alarm at 4.30 in the morning because I'm excited to get out my send out cards, to do my grant card going training, mm-hmm. to get all the things out mm-hmm. by seven o'clock in the morning. Therefore, I can then choose what I want to do today as opposed to being a laggard and saying, I don't have time to send out my cards. Mm-hmm. I now don't have time to do my grand card on. I have a podcast at 12. I have to prepare it at 11 and it might go till three. Those are all distractions, excuses and complaints mm-hmm. because someone has not taken the time to want it. <laughs> and when you truly want something, you'll find the reason why. You want to get married. You will find the reason why you want to go to Stonehill College. You'll find the reason why you want to work for Coca-Cola because it's important to you. So oftentimes when you do hear people pushing back, there's sometimes a another problem that we just mentioned. And if they can channel right. the positivity, then they'll say, I'll find the time. I'll find the resources because it is important to me at this point. And it's exciting. And that's because someone has read a number of books online or from the library that has put me in a place for you and I to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now, you brought up some other points here because you said that you get up without an alarm you're done with a lot of your routine by 7 a.m. so that you can choose what you want to do today. And so for somebody who, um, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, you've got this real estate firm and you've got everything going for you. Explain to them the whole concept of creating what you want for yourself, you know. So just starting like you're saying with your day what things are in your day in the morning before 7 a.m. that cause you to be in a place to be successful? Another excellent question. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. Everybody has this same amount of seconds. Bill Gates, Grant Cardone, Cody Bateman, Jeff Bezos, you and I. 
then you break it down and say, okay, mm -hmm. what do I want to accomplish? What can I accomplish? And you have to say, if I want to be on this podcast with you today, I need to get all these other things out of the way so that I can be totally focused with you without any interruptions. That's important to me. By creating these mm -hmm. habitual habits that become level four unconscious consciousness where you just do them because you do them, well, then it's rinse and duplicate and find something else that's positive that you want to do. It, it, life isn't hard. It's only hard if you make it hard. If, if you want to do more than the day mm -hmm. before, then you have to realize if I get up 15 minutes earlier the day before, I can accomplish 15 minutes more of something positive. And my good friend Hal Elrod talked about, you know, the, the morning routine that he has built his book series on. And it's starting with getting up mm -hmm. 15 minutes earlier for a week. Then at six o'clock, get up at 545. Find out what you can do in that miracle morning in that 15 minutes. And if it's important to you, get up at 530 in six weeks from now. And then mm -hmm. get up at 515. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that it's really not that difficult because while the rest of the world is sleeping, you're not interrupted on your email. You're not interrupted on your treadmill. You're not interrupted on your audible.com while you're on that treadmill. You're not interrupted on the treadmill on audible.com when you have a prompting, you want to send out a card. Now, if I did that at 830 with Ocean interrupting with me, Stacy asking me to stop and write a check for such and such, I do all of it pretty averagely mm -hmm. or poorly. I wouldn't do it greatly mm. i wouldn't do it well and mm -hmm. that's what's really exciting um and again i mean do i stay up till two o'clock in the morning no the body has to rest but as my mother would say there's nothing good that happens after 12 o'clock at night when we're in our normal time frame obviously police fire first responders they might have a different schedule but for the average person who works at nine to five you're working an average schedule, you should expect average results. The entrepreneur will work eight to six. And the superstar who wants to build a business will work six in the morning till six at night or seven at night because they know they're compressing much more work to be and get onto that scale of success. Therefore, the answers to the test of being successful is doing the ex extra things that the ordinary are not willing to do. And those extra things that the ordinary and not willing to do by default make you extraordinary and if, mm -hmm. and if I'm one then can teach it which you're doing a great job to you and someone can teach scalability that you're teaching your organization to send out one or two cards a day mm -hmm. jay's message to his group is folks there's at least 10 people a day that you should be reaching and appreciating. I want you to send out 10 cards a day. And then they come to me and they say, I just don't have as many as people as you, Jay. And I said, well, if I could help you find them, would that be okay? What really is the objection? They, they don't even know that. I say, well, just right. look at your email. Look at your texts. Look at your Facebook likes. Look at your LinkedIn mm -hmm. requests. Those are all opportunities mm -hmm. to reach back in a card or a gift and or a gift and say, thank you. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And while that's running out into the world for you and I, our affiliates start to mm -hmm. sign up more customers, more affiliates, more testimonials, mm -hmm. more book speaking events, 
more invites to golf courses. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been invited to private golf courses that would cost fifty to $100,000 initiation fees that I can't afford. But I can yeah. afford to send a card and open up a door where someone says, Jay, we need a foursome to a golf course. We know you're good. You can carry yourself. You're a professional. You're a pro. Would you like to play the country club in Brookline this May 17th? Sure. Not a problem. That opened up a door because I was up at five o'clock in the morning six months ago, sending a card to appreciate an attorney that we did work together on a project. And now he's inviting me to his private country club. Powerful stuff. Yeah. So good. And I love that whole thing about being intentional, you know, and uh, you're really highlighting the things that, you know, everybody looks at a hero, all the glory and accolades, but they don't see that hero, like you said, at six o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, doing the work that matters so that later on the recognition will come. So for people that you say are, you know, they're afraid of success, you know, um, what is it that maybe, and I don't know if this might have been something that happened with you because, you know, you said your mom and dad raised you uh, with a certain mindset, but um, what would you think would trigger somebody to get um, from the place that they are now to not being afraid of that success? What has to happen? A good, a good reference was many years ago, Charlie Tremendous Jones and many other people. I love when people... They'll call me up and they say, Jay, they didn't, they didn't say that so-and-so said that. They didn't say that. That was quoted by so-and-so. And, and I said, and I learned something from my good friend Brian Tracy, mm-hmm. is that 99% of the stuff is not original. It came from the Bible or people before. They were just more voluminous to be quoted mm-hmm. and been given that quote. I had this argument with someone today, and it was a good argument. But the reason why I bring this up, I'm going to say the one that I heard this from, Charlie Tremendous Jones, said you become the product of the five people you spend your most time with. Therefore, for those who are looking at the five people they're spending their most time with, are they the doomers and the gloomers? Are those the ones who are afraid of success? Are they the ones who are afraid to tip their toe into the water? If that is so, find five people that are not afraid to dive into the water that are not afraid to fail, that are interested in entrepreneurial spirit, that want to get up 15 minutes earlier than the week before, that want to be accountable and then herald each other when he or she breaks through a barrier. Boy, that becomes easier because I think you've heard this. And if you haven't, feel free to share it with your audience. But it's the crab in the bucket with all crabs are sitting in the bucket and there's one that's fearless that wants to get out of the bucket by the time he's ready to get out of the bucket the other crabs make a a little bit of a ladder and they pull that crab back because they all want a crab in the bucket they all want to complain in the bucket Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. individually one needs to individually look at that surrounding and say if i want to be in a better place i need to listen to michelle Mm -hmm. i need to Sorry, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I need. Oh, you're fine. There's I need to find my own little accountability group. I need to join a book club online, or a Facebook group, mm-hmm. or a LinkedIn group, or a Twitter group. That's mm-hmm. positive, not negative. That's not political. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy to a point that draws you back into the bucket. And when people 
can realize that you, you start to believe that there are other like-minded people just like you that never thought about doing a podcast or a Zoom call or a Google Hangout or join some kind of online business because we've been so programmed by our forefathers, our grandparents, our mothers and fathers, our older brothers and sisters, that it's just mm -hmm. not for you. It's not for us. It's for somebody else. No, don't listen to that garbage. Get out there. Break away. You know, go on to new fields, new barriers. Find different things. Taste different spices. And life is a lot better that way because you'll start to find that it's not that difficult. It's only difficult when the brain is holding you back, which then stops the physical action and then draws you back into the negative naysays. 87% of the stuff we're told comes at us, it's negative. Therefore, by default, it's nobody's fault that people start their day with a frown instead of a smile. Our job is to teach people, begin your day with a smile, post something positive, send somebody a card, Text somebody that you're going to call them this afternoon and watch your day begin like a breakfast of champion, drinking orange juice instead of Coca-Cola, you know, eating a healthy breakfast instead of snacking on a piece of chocolate and creating that good habit of beginning the day. Therefore, you can fulfill the day. And then what I like to say, rinse and repeat, do it the next day, do it the next and then scale mm -hmm. by doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Teach others to do that. Have accountability. Mm -hmm. Teach others to do that. Have accountability. Next thing you know, you have a massive positive group growing. And if it's akin to your check, not a bad problem. When, when we talk about network marketing, multi-level marketing, right. side business, affiliate business, everything else, uh, there's nothing wrong with somebody taking the pressure off by having a second business that pays you $200 a week or $200 a month. And then you, and then you push and say, you know, for $400 a month, I might be able to get that Mercedes S class. And, and maybe for a thousand dollars a month, maybe I can go on two vacations a year. And, and maybe for, if I make an extra $2,000 a month, maybe I can have a, a house in Cape Cod or somewhere on a, a nice lake in Atlanta, Georgia area. You don't have to start with a, you know, I need to make $2,000 tomorrow. It starts small, starts with the habits. It starts people listening to you every week. It starts them rinsing and duplicating and creating their own podcast. And that's where the power, and that's frankly where, where I get my most joy. I love seeing others have success after listening. Uh, because I know, one, I'm doing the right thing. But secondly, I'm helping somebody. You know, we've heard it before. Feed you a fish, eat for a day, teach you how to fish, mm -hmm. eat for a lifetime. Right. Mm -hmm. Very good. I love that. Now, uh, the next thing is we see that we're with these five people that are in our circle, in our environment. So, you know, we've got a lot in society that talks about the imposter syndrome. So you know that you want to leave that bucket and you desire to go to a different uh, environment that's going to move you forward with your goals. But what do you say to that person that is, 
you know, feeling like they're not enough or, you know, um, their current situation is a reflection of where their future is, you know. So just trying to wrap their head around being able to be authentic and not feel that they have to impress this next group that they want to um, it does, and, and I, I hope to answer this correctly and tell me if I'm on the right track, it, it, is that it's very difficult to drive mm-hmm. forward if you're always looking at the rearview mirror. And, and oftentimes people mm-hmm. hold themselves back because they're bringing their garbage or they're bringing their, their, their life, and they have to realize that they're writing a new book after listening to you and I today. They're turning the, the chapter of the mm-hmm. old and they're beginning the new. Everybody, no matter if you're Jeff Bezos or you're the mm-hmm. you know, beautiful mayor that I've been watching down in Georgia uh, and listening to her updates, et cetera, mm-hmm. they had to start somewhere. Everybody mm-hmm. started somewhere. And therefore, don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up that you might not be the majority of the group that you're entering. Because that's perfect. That's that you need to break a few eggs to make a great omelet. Love these cliches. You know why the cliches work? Because they mm-hmm. they work. Most mm-hmm. cliches are cliches because it allows right. people to hear the truth of an easy saying. To make a great omelet, you have to break a few eggs. Mm-hmm. Lots of lessons in there, right? And to be successful, you've got to skin your knees a few times. Mm-hmm. To be a Good public speaker, you have to be a horrible public speaker first. <laughs> I was never good. I was never good at public speaking. And I just got tired of saying I'm not going to be good at public speaking. I made some mistakes. I peed my pants. I shaked. I I sweated on my eyebrow. I I I did all the things that everybody has to go through. And now I can get up there and public speak without any notes. Pretty much no presentation or preparation. You just tell me what subject matter you want me to talk about. If I can, I will. If I can't, I'll say, I'm sorry. That's not my expertise. No love lost. But for people to sweat over every single morsel of the ingredients to bake a pie, they never get started in baking that pie. Yeah. That is so true. So, I mean, those are great points to remember because I think, you know, a lot of us, the term I've heard is we compare our beginning to somebody else's middle. So it's like you see this person who's actively doing what you are aspiring to do and you're comparing yourself to them when there's so much space in between there, the experiences, the years of, um, being um, the practice of doing whatever it is that they have been doing, you know, is what separates you. But because you have the access to be able to talk to them, some people just think that they could be where they are next week, you know? That's excellent observation. And that's where I can hear if people are saying that to you as an example, they're they're looking in the rearview mirror. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're listening to the negative people who are holding them back. I've had some public speakers tell me, you know, this guy's calling him an expert. What kind of credentials does he have? And I, I wonder, I say, are you just jealous of this person who's aspiring? You know, it's not rocket scientists work. 
that some people are doing, but they get upset because they don't want somebody else in their field <laughs> because they want to control the field and have less public speakers right. or less experts in a particular area. And I, and I look at it and I say, I welcome everybody because guess what? They push me to be better. I give away all my tips and all my techniques and all my secret notes mm -hmm. to my competitive broker owners. And you know what I know? I know most of them won't do anything with it. And, and that is powerful because I know that knowledge. I'm fearless. But if I did not know that knowledge, guess what I'd be doing? And I have cement shoes. Yeah. I'd be living in my house by myself. I wouldn't want to potentially tell anybody about this great secret. I love saying this quote when I speak. I say, you've all heard about the richest man in the cemetery. Nobody wants to be the richest man in the cemetery. I got one better. I got one better for you folks. Right. And it is. You don't want to be the richest man in the world living on an island in the South Pacific that you can't share your wealth with. That's prison. And that's what some people have become. And is that, you know, people will look at Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or the wealthiest people in the world and it, they'll complain that they're not giving enough money to the world and they, they shouldn't be billionaires. Well, how do we know that they're not doing that, right? How do we know everything about what they're planning, you know? Um, Warren Buffett has supposedly uh, channeled, I think, 98% of his billions to charitable causes and only 2% to his family, to his sons and daughters. Uh, that's his business, right? And, and people would mm -hmm. still complain that he should be giving more, right? right. So I, I, I look at it and I say, instead of spending that time, energy, and complaining mm -hmm. about these super wealthy people, go create your own story. Go create your own wealth. And then share it with people. I have friends today that will be the last one to buy a round at the bar. And they'll be the last one to take you a Red Sox or a Bruins game, et cetera. Mm -hmm. and, and, you, and you wonder, and I, I say a funny thing. I say, I think you still have your first communion money. Mm -hmm. Or is it your confirmation money 25 years ago? Is that how you want to live? Right? And, and that's how some people do live. But it's not just right. money, it's knowledge, right? When you can give away your knowledge, you're better than the person that holds the knowledge, mm -hmm. thinking that they're going to become a billionaire by holding on that secret knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Some people will take advantage of it, et cetera, secret sauce, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But here, here's the point. You know, if you study the richest people in the world, if you study the richest corporations in the world, what do they all have in common? They have the most customers in the world, Amazon. Apple, Google, Microsoft, right? They, they have recognized that instead of fighting wars with one another, we'll just attract more customers to our products and services. We all can do the same thing on our own level. If I'm a real estate agent and I want to make more money than Jay, go get more great customers. If I'm a send out card affiliate and I want to be better than my friend Dollar, go get more customers and affiliates. It's not rocket science. And to get more customers and affiliates, you got to put the work in. You become, mm -hmm. become a better speaker. You got to be able to scale your message wider and further. And you've got to continue to nourish the mind as well as the physical body mm -hmm. so that you can get up at 4.30 in the morning and you can go to bed at 10 o'clock and you can relieve and remove all the stresses that hold you back. Mm -hmm. It's not very difficult. People make it more difficult than it should be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
so true. I mean, that that is some great nuggets. I hope everybody's taking notes because I have like three or four pages over here. But um, the last question that I want to ask is, um, you know, the whole thing about the rinse and repeat, about, you know, how we connect with our uh, clients. And, you know, a lot of that element is that people do business with uh, people that they know, like, and trust. So what are some things that allow you to stand out? You know, you could have, you could send somebody a card, somebody else could send someone a card, but what is it that makes your card that secret sauce, you know, that people would need to work on? So that's a, that's a great question. And it's a great statement to help your audience add one more. You said three people do business, people they like, Mm -hmm. people they trust. And the third one, mm-hmm. correct. But guess what? That they know. They no evolved a fourth one. People do business with they, people they know, they like, and they trust. And today they have a relationship with. Very powerful, right? Your job is to create better relationships, mm-hmm. right? If you can do that, and if you're listening more than talking, and you hear someone had a a, a, a baby boy, someone received a new puppy in the family, someone got into Harvard University, someone was just uh, crowned the spelling bee champion. You're listening and you're building that relationship further than trust, know, and like. Because I could trust, know, and like you, and you could trust and know and like me. But if you have a relationship with Dan Capra, you're going to list your home with Dan Capra, right? Powerful stuff that people need to constantly be working on their relationship. And it's not just sending cards, potentially looking at Facebook and not just liking, but maybe making a positive post and then a private message to him or her that really accentuates it. It's a little bit of work, but guess what? We're working on relationships. You ask the question, how does someone elevate themselves, right? Mm -hmm. You you elevate themselves by taking you out of the picture and putting them Mm -hmm. into the Mm -hmm. picture. Hey, I came across this great book and I thought of you. Boom, send it out. Leave off the J. McHugh number one real estate firm here in Massachusetts and all of New England. That's now becoming solicitation instead of gratitude. And all these Mm -hmm. things we... We learn through experiences, but instead of learning through experiences that could take two to 15 years, you compress them by listening to someone like you or Dollar or Dan Capra or Stacey Alcorn. That's the magic. The magic is that people before us are giving us the answers to the tests in books and audible programs. We, at times, can be lazy and not taking advantage of that. So if you're driving to a soccer game with your son, daughter, grandson, you can put on the news and, and hip hop music, or you can put on the audible Atomic Habits and for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. suck in all this great information about the book Atomic Habits mm-hmm. and learn how to create great habits, right? You can put in the book, The 10X Rule and understand how if you want to better your business or your life, you need to compress what you're doing in a 10x mindset, right? If you want to reach further than ever before, you want to put in Stacey Alcorn's Audible program, Reach, and learn how she reached beyond her wildest dreams 
to attain the success that she has attained. Wow. So what we did was we just drove the kids to the soccer game, but we nourished our mind mm -hmm. with something fantastic. And now you push that back out to the universe right. and people choose you as the real estate agent over Jay McHugh because you built that relationship, knowing, trust, and liking them, but built a relationship with them. So they made it easy to choose you over Jay McHugh. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people fall short is that they're doing the like, trust, and know. They're just coming up short on building that mm -hmm. relationship. So good. That was good. Now, so what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Because, um, you know, we got sure. a lot of people working from home. So, so you, uh, I like to tell people the that they can call me or text me at 617-699-7442. But the easiest way is to put into Google, who's that big fat Irish guy up in Boston? And my, and my name will pop up. But on a serious note, you can just put in, J McHugh, M-C-H-U-G-H, in all my podcasts and YouTube videos and my LinkedIn and my Twitter and my Facebook and my Leah Realty Partners, all that stuff will pop in because I know it's tough to try to write down email, web addresses, but for the phone number or text 617-699-7442, but if you do put in J McHugh, M-C-H-U-G-H, in Google, you'll find me. And I tell people when I speak in front of two or 2,000 people, if you did put my name in and you couldn't find me, it's not your problem. It's my problem not being visible to you. Wow. <laughs> now, that's good. Hey, I'm giving you a clap on that one. That was a good one. Now, what I love this quote. Some, uh, again, I'm a big quote guy, and I give when I can, and I, I don't give credit when I when I can't because I'm fearless. But people count. Okay. Numbers don't. When you focus on people, you'll have an infinite amount of business. Mm. When you focus on numbers, you create cement shoes, and you fall in what I call proverbial bankruptcy. And that's the quote I created. And I give you permission to share it wow. or to own it because I'm not one of these guys that cries and whines because someone said, who said that, Jay? You couldn't have made that up. I said, I made it up. I created it because it's happened to me. But I definitely was influenced by the 1,200 books that I've read in 52 years of living. Awesome. That is that's a great ending. Well, thank you so much, Jay. I mean, so much wisdom, and this has just been a wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Really Prayers and safe to all. We're gonna, all going to get through this. Today. Wishing everybody on this podcast the best, and hope to hear back from you. Call me anytime. Thanks again. Bye bye now. All right. What a phenomenal interview. I just loved all the nuggets of wisdom, the sayings, the, you could just feel the wisdom and hear it in every answer. I mean, it was just phenomenal. And I challenge everybody who listened to, you know, not just listen to this, but implement, you know, one thing, do one thing. When you get that master, go back and do another thing. You know, there are so many 
lessons in this conversation. I, I just can't even say them all. Um, but it is very impactful, but only impactful if you're taking action. You know, so don't just listen to this podcast. Go out, read those books, listen to the authors that he was uh, mentioning and uh, really meditate on some of these expressions because the mind is a terrible thing to waste. You know, if we are continuing to um, embrace fear and be stagnant and hang around the same people and keep looking in the rearview mirror, uh, we're just not in a space to do that. You know, hopefully this pandemic has taught everybody to uh, live life to the fullest, you know, reflect on the things that you're doing, uh, get away from toxic toxic things, you know, choose to be happy, um, create an action plan, be intentional with your time. There's so many things that we could talk about, but just do it. Just do something. Don't just sit there. Don't be a spectator. Live life. I love his saying, you only die once. I mean, this is just, it's just profound because these are things that we uh, don't think about because we're distracted. Distracted by what? Spending two or three hours watching TV? I mean, what is that TV going to do for you? I mean, it it just is, you know, we are just responsible for our own situation. And I just love this conversation, how it allowed uh, many of you who were listening to be able to reflect and think about how can you start today, right now, to do things differently. How can you grow? How can you be a better version of yourself? How can you have deeper relationships? So many action uh, plans in this. So if you have to go back and listen to this two or three times, take those notes, but don't just take them, put them into action. I just can't thank Jay enough for his uh, wealth of wisdom. If you are interested in also being a guest on the podcast, just like he said, hey, you, everybody has a voice. Uh, feel free to email me, info at lachelleatkins.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and I have a YouTube channel. So don't just sit there, take action. And if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with others, do a review, go back and let Jay know how much of an impact he made uh, in you listening to this podcast. Again, I just want to thank you guys for listening. I just challenge you to take action and look forward to um, providing more valuable content to you uh, on a regular basis. Thanks again for listening.